0: Bit like a billion
1: dollars. Wanna <laughs> check out that ring? What's up, TMZ? How'd you find me, bro? I got my disguise on. What's up,
0: man?
1: TMZ Sports. <laughs> Welcome to TMZ Sports. I'm Mike Babcock with my guy, as always, Mojo Mutati. Mojo, we're gonna start with the Buffalo Bills. Returning to form. Looked like one of the best teams in the league last night, of course. A uh, couple shaky weeks. Sprinkled in a, a win over the New York Giants two weeks ago, but just by the skin of their teeth. But last night, Josh Allen back. Playing as one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Throws for 324 yards. Two touchdowns. Did have one pick, Mojo, but uh, enough to get the job done. 24-18 over the Tampa Bay Bucks. Now, Mojo, the game was fun. It was an entertaining game. It was a good game. But that's not what people are talking about. People are talking about... A specific play where uh, Josh Allen at the line of scrimmage audibles, changes the play. Now, some people have heard one of two big stars either Josh Allen say Taylor Swift, or did Josh Allen audible and use the name J.R. Smith, the former NBA star? So, Mojo, it's time for Do You Hear What I Hear, starring Josh <laughs> Allen. Take a look. Now Cook is in the game. 2nd new man out of Georgia. 2nd man out of. Smith, Smith. Man. Mojo, I I come up with something different each time. I'm thinking J.R. Smith, but I I don't know. It could be Taylor. Babcock,
0: I have talked more about Taylor Swift in the past <laughs> few weeks than I have in my previous 37 years of life. <laughs> So for that very reason, I have to believe that he's saying, JR. I can hear anything but Taylor Swift. Right now I can hear him shouting out Mike Babcock more than I can hear him saying Taylor Swift at this point. It's got to end. I can't imagine a pro NFL team, a good team at that. Yeah. Some might even say a great team depending on who Yeah, Right would name an audible after Taylor Swift, knowing the blowback that's going to come out of this. I mean, how annoying for any NFL player. If you play for the chiefs, you can't say anything. You have sold extra tickets. The team has made more money. You got to just take it. But for the teams that have nothing to do with this, my goodness, they're so tired of hearing about Taylor Swift guaranteed. So just, just because of that, it's not about, what I did hear,
1: it's about what I
0: want to hear.
1: Yeah, and I think it's more likely that it's J.R. Smith. I, I i want to say I heard Josh Allen use the word LeBron James as an audible. There were other sports figures who uh, were used last night in their audible calls. It's something that teams will switch up because obviously... There are not just video cameras, but there are also microphones. And if you use the same audible week after week, teams are going to know what play you're running. After the game, Mojo, because that was not the only piece of entertaining news to come out of this game. Of course, Thursday Night Football on uh, Amazon Prime, there was a uh, former Bills quarterback who is now uh, an analyst for Amazon who was working the game. And uh, although he might not still uh, be a Buffalo Bill anymore, Mojo, he was pumped that the Bills got back uh, on the winning track. So pumped that the old shirt came off Mojo, take a look. And of course, that goes back to the, uh, the 2022 playoff game where the uh, Bills. <laughs> <laughs> was. Yes. Now, that's funny because it was legitimately freezing during that game. You see he actually has gloves on last night. It really wasn't that cold, but uh, still a funny moment between the former and the current NFL star.
0: Absolutely. I mean, that old moment of him in the crowd was number one on Mojo's all-time hype meter, if you recall. Yes, I remember. I'm a big fan of Ryan Fitzpatrick, more for his antics off the field yeah. than his play on the field. Not saying he was a bad quarterback, no. uh, but I just enjoy his antics more so. I mean, this is kind of becoming his thing, his gimmick. <laughs> I wear no sleeves. He wears no shirt whatsoever. So when you see him put on a t shirt or a tank of any kind, it's just awkward he's not being himself right. he's selling out why is he wearing the shirt what's going on here i like my ryan fitzpatrick shirtless and yelling about nonsense uh, that's the way I, I prefer this and again also funny considering he's a harvard man
1: yeah right he is the genius uh, i'll tell you what though no one should be worried about him being cold with all that chest hair he, he <laughs> is warm baby <laughs> Mojo, moving on to LeBron James and the Los Angeles Lakers who got their first win of the young NBA season last night. They uh, beat the Suns, obviously one of the better teams in the Western Conference, 100 to 95. Now LeBron had a nice game, but more importantly, Mojo, Anthony Davis had a nice game and this comes on the heels of A.D. taking a ton of criticism after that opening night loss to the Denver Nuggets mojo. You remember Anthony, uh, he disappeared in the second half, and again, they end up losing uh, that game. So now the Lakers 1-1 and won. after the game last night. Braun sitting down with reporters, was asked about some of that criticism that his teammate Anthony Davis received a few days earlier. Let's just say LeBron let the critics have it. Take a listen. There was also a lot of criticism of Anthony Davis in that second half on Tuesday night. What can you say about his performance tonight in Game Two to get your first win? We don't give a about criticism about AD. We don't care. Nothing bothers us. Nothing. We don't. AD doesn't
0: care. I don't know if guys have figured that out. AD does not care. He's not on social media, so he doesn't see none of the crap. He rarely talks, unless it's us. So we don't. We don't give a about it. He definitely doesn't. He go out and do his job, and we happy to have AD. What do you think, Mojo? Hey, man, I love when I see a player stick by his teammates. I mean, just look at the conviction and passion and what LeBron is saying. I mean, this is how you shut down insults or, you know, people, people digging for a negative response like that from you because people are going to think twice about asking LeBron a question like that. Um, in the future, I mean, there was no doubt or hesitation. He didn't leave the door open whatsoever for someone to potentially misinterpret. So you gotta love uh, when the leader of your team can make a statement like that. This is great. This is what you wanna see. You love to see it.
1: Yeah, and, you know, I think especially for AD, he just got a really big contract in the offseason. And as LeBron gets older and older, I think it's gonna be more and more on Anthony Davis's shoulders. Now, I, I don't know. I feel like in my experience, when someone tells you how much they don't care, it, it can mean the exact opposite. But like uh, Bron said, Anthony Davis, the guy doesn't even have a Twitter account. So if there's anybody that doesn't care or doesn't even know what's being said about him, it's it's probably Anthony Davis. Hey, the Lakers 1-1. One one, they've got uh, grand visions for where they go this season. Stay tuned. Coming up next in TMZ Sports, everyone wants a shot at the title and in the lightweight division, it currently belongs to Islam Makachev. UFC great Justin Gaethje sits down with us next to explain why it's his turn to take down the champ. If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do they get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back and you can get it too start getting cash back at your favorite stores like macy's adidas and walmart and even stack sales on top of cash back it's easy to use and you get your cash back through paypal or check the idea is simple stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back so download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's Rakuten, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Welcome back to TMZ Sports. Mike Babcock here. Uh, This man right here obviously needs uh, no introduction. Uh, He he is squarely, squarely, squarely in the – in the conversation for a title fight at 155 pounds. He is, of course, a longtime friend of our show, our guy, Justin Gaethje. Justin, how you feeling, brother? How good. you doing?
2: I'm good, man. Just, uh, you know, struggling a little bit with this jet
1: lag coming back from Abu Dhabi, but
2: it's been good. Well, let, let's start Never right it. there.
1: Yeah, because you were obviously, uh, you were right there, Justin. But one, there's a lot, um, you know, a lot of things going on that concern your career. What did you make of Islam? Uh, Islam's win over Alex?
2: Yeah, I mean it was impressive, you know. Um, uh, you know, getting a head kick. I think he's uh I think he's trying to copy me, obviously. Um he's copying, you know, the way the way I won my last fight. So he's obviously watching me and um I'm on his radar. So I'm, I'm excited to fight this dude. Um, you know, I did what I had to do. I fought Fiziev, I knocked out Poirier and you know, Oliver had his chance, backed out. Oliver already had his chance He got his ass whooped, you know, first round finish. I not I'm not sure how makatev can do any better than that. So You know, I'm I'm sure the fans want to see new blood, and that's me.
1: Yeah, I think everyone agrees, or most people agree, that you are the guy that deserves this fight. You're ranked second, but like you said, the guy above you, uh, this was supposed to be his fight at 294. It didn't happen. Has Dana or anybody else said anything to you, Justin, about this uh, being your fight next?
2: No, I I haven't had any conversations yet. You know, I'm I'm out there doing interviews like this one, saying I'm next. Um, I'm expecting to fight him, you know, February, March, next year so that's what i'm getting ready for um like i said oliver had his chance and then he has a second chance backed out i imagine they want to cash in i want to cash in on my career and i imagine what uh, they want to cash in you know on what we both created together so you know i'm here i'm ready to fight and i see myself fighting him early next year
1: there's that comparison people are always making between Islam and Khabib. But, and you tell me, as, as somebody who has been in there with Khabib, but it, it seems that that Islam's striking. It seems to be far more advanced from what I see than Khabib. Yeah. Was. No, what, what do you think?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think I think they have very different styles, you know, when they yeah. fight. I think, you know, uh, Khabib is really almost unmatched. You know, anybody that can pull that off is, it's pretty much impossible. You know, he's just such a tank moving forward. You know, Makachev doesn't necessarily have that structure but you know again he has some some really refined skills when it comes to the striking and obviously his grappling is top-notch so I don't think he's better than Khabib but I I mean before this I said he's not Khabib and now you know he's out here finishing knocking people out and so now I guess I gotta say I want to around and find out
1: (laughs) what do you think uh or how do you think the fight looks how does it go when you guys ultimately step in there together which again I'm assuming yeah I
2: think um you know with the experience I've had with Khabib um i i understand that you know he's uh he's not the same fighter uh, you know i was not scared of Khabib, but i mean that's an intimidating guy to go against and you know that factor will not be there i'm, I'm more confident and especially going through that experience i've been working on my grappling a lot you know i really got to just be confident in the ability to to be comfortable in those situations and not give up submissions, you know, so that we can move on to the next round and I can create the damage that I create. But um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think it's I think I'm a great matchup. I think it's a much better matchup for myself than than Khabib was. And, you know, I think I'll be able to really be effective with my striking and then create some some opportunities to to
1: maximize the damage that I'm creating. If you could write this out, if this was a storybook, would you write You fight Islam, you win that UFC lightweight championship, and then you fight Conor McGregor. And I mean, from there, who knows?
2: I think um, my story, um, you know, I think the climax of my story is winning the championship and then I think, you know, after that, we got to finish, you know, the conclusion comes, whatever that is. I'm not sure, but winning the title is going to be, you know, just uh, the cherry on top of a, of a crazy career, um, you know, a lifelong work of just hard work and believing in myself and, you know, fighting for opportunity So, yeah, I think that's what, um again, is the climax of my story, you know, finishing this off. And I understand how many people around, across the world are behind me. And at least if they're not with me, they still understand what I'm doing and to, to be successful and find success after failing twice would be, um, you know, phenomenal, inspirational. So that's what I'm trying to do. You know, if I was early in my career and you told me I was going to be here today, I would have never made it because I would have stopped working. Um, you know, and so I'm not sure what's ahead. I just know that my next fight is Islam Makhachev, and um, you know that wakes me up here in the morning. That's for sure.
1: Justin, thank you so much, brother. For uh, as always, uh, hope, hope, hope this fight gets made. Uh, it's it's the fight that needs to happen. And let's uh, go.
2: Cool. Uh,
1: Absolutely. Well, I'm sure. I'm sure we'll talk, to Justin, when they uh, when they officially make this. Thank you so much for your time, brother.
2: All right, sir. See you later.
0: Here comes Bosa. I'm Nick Bosa, and I play professional football. I'm wearing the cotton tank and the boxer briefs. Before a game, a lot of thoughts are running through my mind. Mostly just envisioning how I could execute. Nick Bosa stuck. Right there for the One thing my fans might not know about me is that I'm a part-time underwear model. John Bosa. Size doesn't always matter until
2: it does.
1: Everybody's wearing skin. Mojo, of course, that uh, is Nick Bosa, the superstar uh, defensive lineman from the San Francisco 49ers. He is now also, I think, the uh, number one celebrity in the office, Mojo, got a lot of fans. That was an underwear ad for Kim Kardashian's Skims brand, Mojo, the multi-billion dollar business that Kim launched a couple of years back that has absolutely taken the women's shapewear world by fashion now, Mojo. Kim has teamed up with three big time athletes, global athletes, in addition to Nick Bosa, Neymar Jr., of course, and Shea Gilgis-Alexander, the NBA star from the Oklahoma City Thunder. So with those three guys, they have launched Skims Men's, and Mojo, it literally broke records on the Skims website. Listen to this. Five minutes, within five minutes of this thing being launched, they got over 25,000 orders, Mojo. And these are not really cheap pieces. I mean, you're talking about, you know, a couple pairs of underwear that go up to 60 bucks. Millions and millions of dollars in sales. And I mean, you're really, especially when you're talking about Kim Kardashian and Neymar, I mean, you're really talking about two of the biggest stars in the world, period, teaming up. And it's no wonder that they're doing so well. Those numbers are pretty insane right there. And they
0: definitely did a great job selecting the right talent. Yeah for this campaign, three different sports uh, playmakers, a list names yeah. in those sports. I mean, this was a carefully thought out and curated marketing strategy, no doubt. And it is paying dividends mm. here. I was wondering about this campaign. <laughs> I mean, look, Kim Kardashian, you knew anything that she touched was gonna turn to gold. All of her yeah. products in- insanely well her venturing over into the men's underwear space. I was wondering how that might translate. Um, I guess I was just foreseeing this as different demographics. The <laughs> men's underwear game being different than the people who watch Kim <laughs> Kardashian on her show. I'm thinking maybe this was
1: just ladies buying underwear for dudes. Hey, and maybe it's not- Holidays coming or- up, right? At- Crossed my mind too. Kim uh, has gotten hundreds and hundreds of millions of followers, and the Chris, uh, you know, holidays coming up. Maybe a lot of men gonna have some new undies under the tree this year. Whoa. Whoa. So, Mojo! It's time for TMZ Sports in the Wild, and. Yeah, that was pretty wild. So this was a terrifying moment, Mojo, for a windsurfer named Jason Breen uh, off the coast of Sydney, Australia. We know how it is with, with Australia and their crazy animals. Uh, that was insanity. That is a massive whale mojo that uh, takes a windsurfer out. And you see, and it was a, a good 20 to 30 seconds, if you look at the full video, where This guy literally feared that he might die because he is uh, partially uh, submerged under the water. The animal's massive, it's strong. Obviously, if it wanted to hurt him, there's nothing that Jason would have been able to do, Mojo. And uh, talk about a scary, scary moment. Thankfully, he was actually okay and uh, lived to see another day.
0: My goodness. Babcock, I know you know this, but with headlines like these, I wait all day so that I can watch them for the first time with you live on the show. And wow. When I saw that headline on the TMZ sports app, I couldn't wait to see it. This was even crazier than I thought it was going to be. Not so much because of the size of the whale. The whale is huge. Yeah. It was the trajectory of the whale coming at him like a torpedo. I I mean, face to face, it looked like it hit him in the side of the head. I mean, honestly, this probably should have killed him. I mean, or cussed him enough or knocked him out just for long enough for him to drown. I mean, this is a terrifying situation. I mean, the fact that he's alive, my goodness, you got to be counting your blessings. When you go surfing, maybe you expect to maybe... Fall into a school of jellyfish. Right. Worst case scenario, see a shark, shark. Knocked,
1: bludgeoned by a whale. What the hell? All right, Mojo, we're just about out of time. We've talked about this fight forever. Francis and Tyson Fury fighting in Riyadh tomorrow. Mojo, I, and Ganu's great. I'm going to pick Tyson Fury, though. Dying to hear your prediction on this one.
0: Yeah, Babcock, you know I've been back and forth on if uh, Fury was going to win by decision or
1: knockout. Since I can't decide, I'm taking it and going, yes. baby. <laughs> Well, we're going to find out. Look, we know yesterday on the show, uh, Oscar De La Hoya literally told us that he had a better chance at beating Tiger Woods on the golf course than Nganu did at beating Tyson Fury. So given that that is the way that Oscar has framed this fight, it would truly be one of the biggest upsets in combat sports history. But Mojo, there's there's a reason they say, you know, there's a reason you play the games. And in this case, there's a reason you you have the fight. We're going to find out. Francis Ngannou has more power than almost anybody. If he lands a shot, can he knock out Tyson Fury? Can he actually win this fight? We'll find out Monday.
0: Yeah, I have a feeling that Monday is going to be a pretty good show. Oh, yeah. After I call DraftKings and see what the lines are for this (laughs) Ngannou victory, Monday will be the best show since today.